Welcome to the Collaborate podcast. I'm Victor Adibuali, chair and founder of Collaborate. Collaborate's a small organisation with massive ambition. We want to look beyond the challenges we currently face in society and start a conversation about the future. We live in challenging times, and I think we need more collaboration in society, in public services, in our economy, all to create a better future. So we're exploring what a collaborative society could look like, how you build it, and where the green shoots are. And as part of this, I'm talking to some fascinating people about how they are creating change through their work. Today I'm going to be talking to Henry Kipping, Dr. Henry Kipping. I've known Henry for ooh, possibly 10 years now in various guises. I met him when he was a researcher. What I like about Henry and what I wanted to explore with Henry and what draws me to him really is his energy, sort of fidgety energy. He's impatient with the future. Um, and I like the fact that he looks at what's going on. He looks at some of the leadership that's going on and he goes, we can do better than that. And what he brings to it is is a research knowledge, an academic discipline, which he actually holds back from displaying. He's not one of these academics that that wants to tell you about their latest research. He's a highly practiced academic um, who's brought his learning and his intelligence to real life. And I just think that he's an admirable chap. So we're going to talk to him. In a nutshell, um, I work in public services and, and I've always worked in and around public services. At the moment, I am Director of Public Service Reform in the West Midlands, working for the Westminster Combined Authority, which is essentially a construct of devolution. So we host a directly elected mayor in the West Midlands and we're a big collaboration between uh, local government, between uh, health and business partners um, and civil society and communities in the West Midlands. And the whole point of the endeavour is to help to make devolution work in the region. So my, my job is as one of six executive directors in that authority trying to make that mix of investment and reform in the region work. Uh, for me, public services essentially are things that we deliver together for everybody in mm-hmm. ways that we couldn't do individually. So yeah. there's a really, uh, there's a philosophical yeah. basis to this, which is about society. It's about what binds us together. It's yeah. about the institutions that, that yeah. help society to work. Yeah. Uh, for us in this country, you know, we've got quite a mature welfare state and a system of public services that, that yeah, uh, has been somewhat similar for quite a long time. Yeah. Roots in the beverage report yeah. in 1942 yeah. and the yeah. post-war settlement and the delivery yeah. of uh, the first elements of the welfare state by the yeah. Labour government at that time, dot, 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 dot. And of course, mm-hmm. over the years, we've had lots of different kind of regimes and changes to that yeah. um, period from 79 through to, mm-hmm. uh, what, what would that be, 97, and then for, of, of, of distinct uh, approach to public services yeah. from Thatcher and Conservative governments, then uh, likewise after 97. Yeah. Anyway. The idea of devolution is not a new thing. I mean, it, 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 if you look at what's happened Miliband in terms of, uh, yeah, I mean, look yeah. at Scotland, look yeah. at Wales, look yeah. at Northern Ireland. They're yeah. all versions of devolution in the yeah. UK, which is about essentially the transfer of powers and resources Local. away Moving from Whitehall, with, away from yeah. the centre and into localities. Close to people's front door. Yeah. So, so you, so, so the theory being that uh, it is better for everybody if you have those mm. things. Uh, decided, yeah. it's more democratic. Yeah. Uh, you can get better decisions made about where resources are spent. Yeah. Uh, 
um, you can get a closer relationship between politics and the public mm-hmm. if more is devolved to local areas. Yeah. Now that that's the the theory. The practice is a bit mm-hmm. variable. You mm-hmm. know, as you mm-hmm. know, there's as mm-hmm. many fans of yeah. centralisation as there are devolution for, yeah. for 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 good and bad yeah. reasons. But in in England, at least uh, over the last five or six years, we've mm-hmm. had an experiment in uh, giving more powers to different city regions, mm-hmm. which is an economic uh, argument, really. Yeah. So Greater Manchester's one. London, of course, is, mm-hmm. is another. Uh, Cambridgeshire and Peterborough, mm-hmm. Tees Valley, mm-hmm. uh, the area around Liverpool. They're mm-hmm. all examples of areas that have been given certain powers, yeah. uh, certain amounts of investment capital, mm-hmm. essentially money to spend over a long period of time yeah. on infrastructure. And in return, a directly elected mayor in those areas, right. which would provide some sort of democratic assurance to that process. Yeah. So, so in the West Midlands, which is the area around Birmingham, Coventry and Wolverhampton, mm-hmm. That's the simple way of putting it. Yeah. It's pretty complex. Yeah. It's pretty diverse, it very politically diverse. Yeah. Uh, but that is one of those areas where mm-hmm. more powers and money have been uh, granted. Is a slightly weird yeah. way of putting it, but but where where, where that uh, the settlement has been devolved, if you like, um, and that is where I'm working, and that's where the collective we, which I think is you know my way of describing that that big hairy mm. collaboration, mm. are trying to work out what a different and better settlement for the people citizens communities okay. in that part of the world might look like I, can, I think i get that i think everybody listening hopefully will get it um so what's your doctorate in so my doctorate is in politics political science bit of political economy i mean it really it's the same stuff i've just been talking about so yeah. the, the application of um, identity local and national identity in places how people struggle with versions of what they are and they're supposed to be how communities react uh, within national and international regimes. So my, my doctorate, I did most of the work for that out in East Africa, in Tanzania specifically, and in a in a roughneck bit of Tanzania right in the middle of the country, which was dusty as hell. But the, the principle of why I did that, it's the same, scratching the same itch around how we, we develop forms of government that would work with the public and, and help people to be what, what they're able to be, rather than the other way around, which is, prescribing what people's lives yeah, look like and dumping be. stuff on them. And in yeah. the context of East Africa, there's, you know, yeah. beyond well, how do you even capture this three, four hundred years of other people trying to decide what Absolutely. what um, yeah. life and love and work and all the rest yeah. of it should look like for people. So what what I was interested in is what happens when you ask the question the other way around? around it, yeah. You know, what, what, what kind of dynamics does that create? And what does happen? Well, I think what happens is a, a, a constant renegotiation of identity and relationships. To be honest, for me, the biggest thing that I learned through that process is that uh, identity isn't fixed. You know, what no. we ascribe to people, the let's say people who are classed as being rural poor in mm. Tanzania, there was a, at that time, so I, I did the most of the work for that in, in the early, early 2000s, mm. say. Still at that time, you know, 30 years after all that Washington consensus stuff, there was still a view that uh, nice poor people should get together and do rural community development and they do all these things together mm. and we're nicely collective mm. and we play all these things out through great Oxfam yeah. programs that are funded yeah. this way and, da, 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 yeah. and then everybody's lovely at the end. Yeah. And to be honest, the reality of being in a part of the world like that is the same as everywhere else. It's, it's complex. Yeah. You know, identities are constantly yeah. renegotiated. Yeah. You, you want as much selfish stuff for your own family yeah. as you do for everybody yeah. else. And, and, and all of the issues around who you are as a community, as yeah. a nation, yeah 
as a continent because yeah. of course we in this country think about Africa as one big blob on a map and we decide that 53 countries are all one because yeah. everybody's black and we're everybody's white you know black, there's a, yeah. there's a re- African of course you well quite and the, the, to which I put my hand up and I think the big learning for me was uh, it's, it's a kind of grand version of never mm. assume yeah 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 and I think that's one of the things yeah. I've taken through it's that complicated thing. isn't it yeah it's and it should be right I mean yeah, yeah. who are we to be yeah, yeah. Ascribing yeah. identities and futures to everybody else. So I'm curious. So I mean, why does this matter to you, this stuff? Because it sounds. I, I asked you what you do on the Monday. What does Monday morning look like? I dodged that one. <laughs> didn't is, yeah, 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 yeah. You did dodge that one. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, but I'm curious actually, because you know, on a day-to-day basis, what you sound, you know, it's a grand, grand project. And in fact, me and you got to know each other because we both had the same. Yeah. You know, I set up collaborate, or we set up collaborate because I was frustrated and concerned about the lack of vision for the future of yeah. what I call services to the public, right? Yeah. And the fact that nobody, there's just a hole in there. There's yeah. just a hole. Yeah. And without vision, people die. But, you know, on a Monday morning, <laughs> when you wake up in Birmingham or thereabouts, what, what does it mean? What, what does the job, you know, when you actually, what, what does it mean? I can definitely answer the question of well, mm. what do I do when I get up in the morning yeah, yeah, and go yeah, to work, yeah, apart from the usual. and and that is a, a, I suppose there's a bit of this that's a bit like any other mm. boring public mm. servant mm. on a senior level where your life is uh, stuffed with uh, sitting on and chairing particular boards for things, assuring yeah. the delivery of programs, yeah. uh, lots and lots of negotiation with yeah. different people across the region on the basis of what shared priorities might look like. Yeah. So a good example is at the moment uh, within the West Midlands there is a uh, a really strong collaboration emerging around getting a regional approach to violence prevention mm. embedded, mm. being a big problem. Same as same as yeah. London, uh, knife crime yeah. numbers have gone up by about eighty percent in the yeah. last year within within the West Midlands yeah. as a whole. And obviously, yeah. there's differences across its different bits. Uh, the whole point of uh, a violence prevention unit, following the work that Glasgow and others have done, and yeah. obviously a turning point. You've had, you've had well, I've chaired the London Youth Crime Prevention yeah. Board for. So it's taken a while for some of those lessons around uh, crime and criminality being about uh, the wider determinants of health, yeah. effectively, which 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 drove so much of your work. It's taken a while for that to filter into practice. But mm-hmm. a good example of uh, what I might do is not necessarily leading stuff, but helping to bind a collaboration mm-hmm. together. So for any of that approach to work, you cannot stop and search the hell out of. Mm-hmm young black people Won't growing work. up in bits of Birmingham you've got to be able to have an approach which brings together health yeah. partners education. local government civil yeah. society yeah. education exactly it's exactly an problem and that is the, the hardest yeah, yeah. and most important yeah, yeah. bit of it so so the reality of my job is that um, I'm likely to spend quite a lot of time trying to help bind together initiatives yeah. that require more than just straightforward delivery of stuff yeah. they're actually about cross-sector collaboration yeah. and that's that's exactly what we were trying to work through and collaborate yeah, yeah. what are the support mechanisms Absolutely for people right. to That's do what that collaborates about I'm, I'm sort of i'm curious about you actually in the sense that what does it mean for you i mean when you when you're doing this work you know i've always what does it what stance are you in you know what what are you thinking what's your i'm a completely itchy person so mm. i mean you know you know this because yeah, because we do. work together i i find it really hard to work in a context where i i can't feel purpose and feels yeah. that something's not not right yeah. and I suppose the, the more I mean I'm not that old I'm only I'm 40 I'll say yeah. only 40 that's pretty yeah, old yeah. isn't it but but the younger than me the older I get <laughs> a lot younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> 17 years on you in fact. yeah I know well it's what I do with those 70 yeah, years exactly. is the question isn't it and the, 
so anyway, what I'm trying to say is, I, I, I think I work best when I, I'm in a scenario where there's an issue that I, I don't quite understand yeah. how to crack. Like yeah. I, I, I think all the best work gets done in in questions, in, 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 questions, in yeah. uncertainty, in yeah. bringing people together and posing yeah. a question. And there's, this, yeah. I think about all the. Um, the people I've learned the most from in leadership mm. roles, I've mm. definitely put put mm. you in that bracket, but wow. also people, you know, the the, the kind of uh, luxurious public servants of the world, mm. like Sir Andrew Foster, who told yes. me a lot about yes. what happens when you bring people together yeah. and pose a question, yeah, yeah. and and I think that's where all the best stuff happens. Yeah, so so for me, what what drives me is the bits that don't feel certain. Yeah, you know, I, I, I always think if if political leaders or any leaders for that matter are so certain about you know, it's seeing a problem, elementary. delivering a service, getting a result, then yeah, they're, yeah. they're probably cocking that's something probably, up at yeah, some point in the process. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's what drives me. And I suppose the, mm. you know, in terms of the morals of it, I don't think I've changed that much from being a, from being a kid in the Northeast uh, animated by social stuff. You know, yeah, my mum yeah. worked for the trade unions. I was yeah. always in politics for as long as I can remember. And, yeah. um, and, and uh, I don't think that's changed, that kind of fascination with mm. politics and how mm. decisions are actually made mm. and how, uh, how you how you can work through complexity and actually get something out the yeah, other end yeah, that will yeah. benefit the public. And I, yeah. I, I don't think that's ever gone away, that kind of fascination with that. Yeah. I'm curious with the, you know, the thing about power in these, because when, when I talk to you, when we have talked, you know, it seems to me to be a blinding glimpse of the obvious that involving people at the sharp end produces better services. That's how we got the NHS, right? It wasn't created in Whitehall, it was created by people, right? What I'm always struck by is is that the, these things, these ideas, hit the power barrier at some point, mm. and I'm I just wonder what your thoughts are on collaboration, which has always been for me and for collaborate a, a meeting of people with power. Yeah, it's the power bit that I'm always in. You know, it's like what happens to what happens to people when they get into power, such that they forget the complexity of the people. And what happens to people when they introduce that complexity to power? Do you, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I do, definitely. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't know the answer. Do you know, it's do, like, do, what, is, what is that about? What is it? What is it about power? I, I, I do think there's a, there's a compulsion to be to deliver certainty. Yeah. You know the, the the way in which I don't know whether it's about what happens in a mature capitalist society or mm. it's about the way our politics works yeah, I suppose there's lots of th things you could pull out as determining yeah. factors but um, I I've definitely worked with and seen people who and probably been this way myself yeah. over the last couple of years yeah. who uh, will be the most eloquent exponents mm. of uh, working in complexity and changing systems yeah. and making sure that we're caring not just about say the health services delivered but the yeah. wider determinants around them and then when we get into positions where we're, where we have public money to spend and responsibility yeah. to deliver, uh, we start worrying as a first order issue about how that money's delivered, what yeah, happened yeah. and accounting for it in a very and, narrow and way. The, the timeline becomes, yeah. Squeezed, I'm doing the, yeah. you can't see this on the yeah. podcast, but I'm yeah. squeezing my hands. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's absolutely right. And I think the, but the flip side of that is also true that uh, it's, it's then real leadership would be carrying some uncertainty at, at, at a level higher yeah. than that. And some of that, some of that, it's not impossible. You know, there are people it, it, who've done it. The I, mean, I find it really, really interesting because I, you know, I've, I've run Turning Point, I'm chair of collaborate and all that. And there is something that certainty is a fantasy. It is a fantasy. 
but we have constructed this thing where we expect, you know, that we, we expect certainty and we expect our leaders to be more certain than we are in a sh about shorter periods of time. So we expect our leaders to know what's going to happen tomorrow, the day after, you know, kind of thing. And, and I find that really fascinating. And it, how do we, for me, it's about how do we get into a, a relationship with uncertainty, I guess? How do we, how do we, how do we discover together as opposed to? I, I, I think that, again, I'm not sure I can fantasy? directly answer the question. But no, I mean, I'm not couple, sure there is an answer. Couple, I'm no, just there's sort a of couple of really, about. I think, relevant yeah. issues that go with that. One is about risk, so yeah. how we understand risk. Yeah. And, and I think that the, the the world of public services really works, or, 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 or let's say not just public services, but the way in which public money is spent. So yeah. I'm talking particularly about yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of my world yeah. and my job. And I guess when you're talking about the commissioning of work mm -hmm. through Turning mm -hmm. Point, it's mm -hmm. the, it's the same, same stuff. You know, same it's the, it's a punt, Always collaborate. It's I mean, the punters cash the, the, the end of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as as you've said, you know, yeah. services to the public, whether yeah. it's Tesco's or Turning Point, yeah. it's, 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 yeah. it's the punters cash, isn't it? But the the way in which we understand risk when when our collective money is is spent, I think is over, well, it focuses almost 100% on the, the risk of not delivering something or delivering something in a way mm. that's not quite right. And, mm. and, and what that does is mitigates against seeing the risk as uh, being about society and people and, and yeah. what, what happens out there either as a result or alongside. So for example, if you're involved in universal credit and welfare yeah. reform and you're yeah. working at DWP, but I've got no doubt there's lots of brilliant people. Well, there are lots of brilliant people trying are. to make this work mm. at DWP. The way in which they're encouraged to understand risk is mm. about uh, the risk to the rollout of universal yeah, credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The social risk of what's going on alongside that is pushed down the life cycle. It's families, it's hidden yeah. homeless. It's, you know, we can yeah. see it. We can see it in we, the West. We see it. I see it every day. So, so our understanding of risk mm. in that sense Maybe that's a bit imbalanced, you know. We're, well, I think it's totally imbalanced. We're, we're absolutely it's, fascinated it's and we'll jump on mm. any government programme that is either a bit over budget or doesn't yeah. get, get where it needs to. Yeah. Uh, and the kind of, you know, the subjects of these social experiments, which yeah. is the wider society and the public yeah. at large, we, we, we have a completely different attitude to the risk. I of that. think that's Especially really, for the poor uh, and especially for people at the sharp end of the inverse I, care I, laws, you would I, say. I think that's a really important point. I think risk is whose risk? And what you understand risk to be. I mean, I think that's so. Most public services are risk averse in the first instance, but they're risk averse about the risk to the professionals. And then there's something about power and what it does to you when you get there that means that the the risk to you becomes very, mm. very. I, I think that's absolutely true. That you, it's you personal. It ends up being very personal. It ends up being very. Uh, you know, you almost slip back without even trying to a version mm. of command and control at which there's an individual at the top who has to yeah. go and account to, you know, whether it's the mayor or the yeah. board or the public accounts committee or yeah. what. The, and, and, and whole systems end up reverting yeah. to behaviour that enables In, that to kind go of... straight the pyramid. What's the, you know, opposite of a waterfall, you know? Yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, my own personal view is that the one, that, that there's a, there's a big loss to all of us in the fact that we don't, really talk about um, public services in the way that uh, would mitigate against that, i.e. Yeah. 
we we don't really have a, a, a national dialogue about no. what it means to, to experience no. public services together. No. You know, if you compare that, and it sounds a bit woolly, but, you know, I'm constantly reading stuff about Beveridge. Yeah, 45 yeah, and yeah, that. absolutely. And, and, and there's an enormous contrast with the period of time Obviously, coming out of war, yeah. coming out of a hugely you, unequal system, everybody was much but, closer to it. Yeah, and 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 the morality of what it is. Yeah, like it, you know, beginning of um, yeah. uh, social social housing provision yeah. and yeah. the journey of because social housing provision. Soldiers came back and somewhere to live. Versions of that, isn't it? Yeah. And you can see that uh, the more that starts to become well, we'll just do some adequate provision for people mm. who are not rich enough to get yeah. that stuff the more this stuff starts to unravel. Yeah. So, so I think, and I, I'm not sure that's straightforwardly political, mm. but I do think there is a kind of moral economy of uh, public services that, that needs a little bit of reawakening. I'm not totally mm. sure any party, left or right, is is, well, is on top of that. That's they're, not the, they're, they're not on top of it. They're not, mean, and, and that's where not. devolution, I think. If yeah. you look at, I'm, I'm not suggesting everything's great north of the border, but uh, there is at least a conversation going on about what it means to be together in a society, totally and that's not agree. happening here. Do you? I mean, this is put to me a little secret, and then we'll we'll because we'll, we'll I could talk about this all day, and we won't talk about that. But little little secret that I think it's a dirty little secret, really. I mean, austerity, a terrible thing. I personally don't agree with it. I think it's cost. It, it, all it's done is push the cost down the line. However, dirty little secret. Ex chief executive of a local authority that's very successful said to me the other day, um, you know what, we couldn't have done this without it. Because what it's done is that it's forced people to realise that the services aren't fit for purpose and just cutting them won't create better services. Which is, you know, I, I've, I've said it, I've said that it's not just about the money, it's what you do with it publicly and been castigated by the left yeah. and misunderstood by the right. But there's something about that, when you're, um, what brought me to mind is, talking of beverage and the post-war yeah. settlement. And, and it, I mean, it sounds terrible, but I, I can't think of a way of putting it. The energy for change has come from austerity. I have a similar struggle with the notion that a financial crisis that mm. was, let's face it, caused by the top end of the financial sector and, and its behaviour pri primarily. From, yeah. Uh, and the consequences of that being felt by yeah. the poor, the disabled, people Absolutely. already within parts already of the country that, that, that don't have access to yeah. what the rest of us do. Uh, and they've been hammered over the last 10 years because of that. I mm. really struggle with the idea that any of that is all right. Again, I'm not making it party political. There's plenty of people in the Tory party who would mm. agree with that. Mm. They might have had to keep their heads yeah, down yeah. for a bit. I think but there, 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 there are plenty. I know. Mm. I've met them. The, the, so I definitely struggle with that. But, but there's two realities playing out at the same mm. time, isn't there? The, the other one being that you need a, a a kind of impulse, a forcing, or what I don't know. It can be one of a few different things mm. uh, to to help create the the momentum for systems to, to yeah. change or yeah, things yeah, to change. Yeah. And saving money is such a yeah, such yeah. a blunt instrument. Yeah. You know, it's a very narrow conception of value. It certainly. Is, so, yeah. and, and one of, and one of the things that give me gives me a bit of hope is you're starting to see emerge out of the treasury and other places. A bit of that language of public value, which yes. of course is, you know, Mark Moore and all that this, 20, 25 years ago. Social value notion. And, and, is, and it will be an yeah, idea that, that yeah. has its time now, I yeah. think, because much as you, much that you don't want to divorce the, the, the fiscal reality from delivery, you, you need a way of thinking about the reform that's more than just the immediate you, downstream you saving to, of an intervention. You have to rethink it. The, the danger, of course, I mean, we, when we're having this conversation, I think most experts would agree that 
most of the misery statistics heading in the wrong direction. Yeah. You know, the yeah. child poverty and da da da. Yeah. It's, it's, I find it difficult to have a conversation about hope, knowing that on the other hand, the hope is that we that that social value includes the views of the very people that are yeah. suffering. If you see yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and 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 I think I mean I completely agree with how you're seeing you you mm. feel in in, mm. in in the light of that i mean just to give a really real example mm. from the the part of the world i'm, I'm mm. working in and and care a lot about you know this is the west midlands is a region that's uh, highest share of exports nationally yeah. fastest growing outside of london yeah. most new business startups mm. uh, incredible in migration in, yeah. into the, the cities i mean on every economic metric is doing brilliant mm-hmm. if you look at the other side of the coin the gap. Uh, infant mortality is yeah. off scale bad yeah. Uh, childhood obesity at, at, yeah. at year six is is comparatively very bad in terms of the national yeah. stats. Um, almost around about twenty five percent more in some of the urban centres. Child mm. poverty across mm. the region. So so it's hard to be. So you cannot be excited about no. the economics without uh, without understanding Absolutely. how how that feels for yeah, for, yeah. for people on the other yeah. side of the coin. The the one thing that I think is um, again there needs to be some leadership around frankly mm. i think is is the the relationship between growth and public service yeah. reform which uh, my view is and the reason i'm working in a devolved area is because the only way you're ever going to get a relationship between those two in the context we're in at the moment that's mutually reinforcing mm-hmm. is to do that in a in a place so I place based right. but it, do, i mean there's something about the intention of one developing a, per, a process for the other you know yeah. if the intention of growth is to yeah. Reverse the the inverse care law, yeah. then the kind of growth, how it grows, yeah. is is connected. But if it's Precisely not, right. then it's yeah. disconnected. So, That's totally right. And I think you you know the some of the work that you collaborate, others have been involved in. Uh, Mariana Mazzucato's work's mm, really interesting mm. in this. Once you start to say, uh, Kate Rayworth, okay. lots of people yeah, like that are yeah. writing around the notion that you mm. might need a purpose for growth that's yeah. more than just how aggressive or fast it is. Yeah, and we like every other region of of, of done work on what uh, inclusive economic growth or fairer mm. growth mm. Or, or, or cleaner or greener growth might yeah. look like but they're all they're all um, posing the same question which mm. is what should this be for yeah what are the other things that growth needs to drive yeah. other than the, the the kind of agglomeration of stuff and and the generation of value in so, financial terms so what needs to change i mean i'm gonna ask you three questions and the last one is the really hard one but the, the, what needs what needs to change i mean you, you you're you know prime minister kipping just coming out of the, just coming out of number ten. It's a good job. Know, that's not looking true. chilled, looking chilled. If we tell you, he's a good looking boy. You know, <laughs> coming out of number ten. What what needs to somebody puts the microphone in front of you? I'll Prime say, I'll, I'll what, say, I'll say. What needs to change? Lord Victor should have got the. Game. I'll be gone. I'll be gone, baby. <laughs> gone. <laughs> I left the country well by then. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I would um, uh, so I think probably. Two or three things it, it immediately I would attempt mm. to do, and I'm not suggesting any of this is easy, and the fact that yeah. it hasn't been done reflects that. Yeah. Um, I would uh, pursue the devolution agenda with... with yeah, uh, I would con- continue to do that, yeah. and, I, and I would do that in a way that gave other areas that aren't yeah. the current lot with yeah. regional mayors and yeah. um, uh, existing combined yeah. authorities the, the, the ability, the space, the, yeah. the kind of oomph to do that. Okay. So... I think I'd go further around the purpose of investment. So mm-hmm. without without being a total lunatic, I would yeah. think about the use of public money in supporting yeah. the social infrastructure of the country, yeah. which is as much about uh, children's services and skills yeah. as it is about train lines. Yeah. Um, and I would have a an expansion of that type yeah. of investment across yeah. the country. I think it's 
demonstrably true if you go up to Newcastle or you're in mm-hmm. Liverpool or what. The fact that the connections between those places and not just to London yeah. is not Absolutely. there, I think, is a fair shout. And it's not, yeah. you know, I mean, that's a that's a well-trodden path. You've yeah. got Andy Burnham and others talking yeah. about that. And of course, in the West Midlands, HS2 is, a, is, is, is an example of that. It could be a, a vein that enables a different type of growth and public services across the country, or it could be a train line that yeah. allows a few businessmen to move faster yeah. between two cities. And actually, you, minutes faster you've indeed. got you've got to make it the former rather than the latter. Yeah. And that, that's that's a kind of collective challenge. Okay. And I think that I would probably spend a bit more money on public services. I think that, frankly, there is a, this has changed a little over the last year with the, the financial settlement mm. that Simon Stevens mm. managed to, yeah, just, yeah, to squeeze out of Jeremy well Hunt. Done, Simon, but, 20 billion. Well done him, but the, I, I think there's a point at which you have to say, this experiment of systematically spending much less GDP yeah. on public services than other countries that are yeah. functioning reasonably well is a bit weird. It's got to end. It's a bit weird, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah, a bit. Yeah. It's a it's, bit imbalanced. It make and, sense. and 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 yeah. I think that's something that I would look at, but in a different way to the way in which I perceive the yeah. Labour Party to be yeah. spending money on the, the same thing as opposed to spending money on what needs yeah. to change. I, I think there's a bit. If 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 you immediately start thinking about. Uh, spending more money on current services yeah. then you're missing the whole yeah. point of, of, of uh, yeah. meeting the needs of future society yeah. so yeah. I think there needs to be um, a really sophisticated mechanism to generate basically uh, that combination of investment and reform in places governed by d- d- either devolved authorities or settlements with different yeah. places and a requirement for that to be developed as a co-production with with communities and places and I think there's in, in that in that mix of things you can change political economy of the country with enough purposeful investment from government to make that work. I, I don't think it's impossible. I don't think it should be impossible in a country this size. Yeah, and, and, and I think, you know, I mean, it's easy for me to say, and I'm not standing on the steps of number 10, but if you're going to talk about burning injustices in society, uh, you've got to put some bloody resource and welly behind it. Otherwise, it, it's meaningless, isn't yeah. it? And, yeah, totally agree. Given, you know, you're now the Prime Minister, what, what does a collaborative society look like? What I mean, to some extent, I think that we we live in one already. Honestly, I think that, that, that there's a you know that the, there's a great line from Richard Sennett's book on mm. uh, on collaboration. Mm-hmm. Called, he's wrote a book called Together, which right. is about a kind of sociologist's view yeah. on how collaboration yeah. happens. Yeah. Uh, and he talks about the un- what's the line? I, I, I quote this sometimes when I'm doing yeah. talks, and I always get it wrong. But the, the unique ability of human beings to collaborate in complex ways yeah and I, I believe that is the case you know when I when I watch my kids doing mm. naughty things together and mm. constructing mm. games and stuff mm. you think that that is we have we have the innate capability to do it so yeah. uh, but I think you you're right to say that the way the way in which we've constructed our economy and the relationship between our sectors it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like that in no. terms of the way the economy's constructed yeah. uh, I, I think I think the answer to my previous question about working at a place-based level and thinking about devolution mm. I, I think you you need all bits of society the public the private the social sectors to mm. be working together to make place-based working mm. well and so i think mm. it is a lever not the only one but it yeah. is a lever to support greater cross-sector collaboration and, and i mean i, I just want to try something on you because um, when i think about these things i think about the single mother the young black single mother in Balkan and dagenham or in the Midlands, or the young guy, the young chap who's, you know, eighteen um, and had a great time at school. And I think two things from that person's point of view, a collaborative society must be the difference between going to several services 
and going to one. In other words, the poorest have to have more negative value transfer yeah. in their lives than yeah. the richest, you know. And when I think about it, I think that single yeah. parent needs to be able to go to one place and that one place surround her with everything that she needs to be the best single parent possible in the interests of that kid and the society that that kid's going to grow up in, yeah. such that she feels positive about herself. And that, that. Now, does that make sense? Yeah, you said, you said it's it. Like, that's it, isn't it? You said that's it. it. Absolutely. Uh, that, that seems to me so that it's all about creating collaborative services such that those people need them the most and those people who don't, it's that positive value transfer. Yeah. I think it must be at its most, when you reduce it down, I think it must be about that. Does that make sense? Yeah, and 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 that is, I think that's absolutely right and spot on and everything that some of the most interesting work that we're either involved in or observed or worked in places that was done was was about um, what happens when you take that viewpoint and start yeah. to realign purpose on that yeah. on that basis. So a good example would be um, thinking about you know what the same kid that you've described needs mm. leaving college in an mm. environment where it's really tough to, to yeah. get a job. Yeah. And actually, if you think about the the the, the journey of those things, mm. the seamless journey from that point of view. It might be less about their relationship with Job Center Plus or the formal skills system, and more about have you got um, have you got an alarm clock to get you up? Have you got somebody who's going to help to yeah. socialise you into the world exactly. of work? Have you got so it's as much about a kind of Wi-Fi exactly. connection, a smartphone, and exactly. an alarm clock as it exactly. is about public services. Exactly. So your um, so so that's where that wider definition mm. of services to the public yeah. comes in. And I think the um, again to use an example that's close to home, mm. the uh, there is a there is a coalition in the West Midlands, a, a, a task force, as everything's mm. called a task force, yeah, but a really good one chaired by a woman called Jean Templeton, who runs St yeah, Basil, so you Jean, probably know, know uh, which well. is our homelessness yeah, yeah, task yeah, force, yeah. which has taken on the role not of um, taking the statutory role to, to prevent and relieve that local authorities yeah. have, but 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 to think about homelessness as a system and think yeah. about the designing out of homelessness. Yeah. So one of the things we're doing with the Chartered Institute of Housing, which I think is fantastic mm. and will make a big difference, is to develop a commitment to collaborate across yeah. the region so we have a duty yeah. to refer yeah but what would a commitment to collaborate yeah. do? And, the, and the area where to go back to your point that has most resonance is when you start to apply it to those bits of the system that don't necessarily have the most contact with a person no. who's experiencing homelessness yeah, or yeah. sleeping but that might think twice about what their role is within their journey well, so yeah, it's as much about the businesses that might employ or yeah, not the, the housing associations or providers that yeah. might make redundant um, yeah, yeah. uh, from the point yeah absolutely. you know make a, what's the word i'm looking for end of tenancy what, what i'm looking for i've just completely um, lost the word evicted evicted yeah that's right so so you, you, but it's yeah. a, but it's the same yeah. point and and the negative value transfer in that sector yeah it's massive it, it's unreal mm. it's unreal mm. and and so you, i think that's absolutely right so i think it's possible to do that from the point of view and with the people who because they'll tell you They'll tell you what works. You know, it's like then you have to construct it. So, so what do you think? I mean, of you know this question, but so so the last question after this. So, so the good, the, the great example of that that, that uh, I think has um, oh, there's, there's there's some good examples of of citizen-led design of public services yeah. working in practice, but but they've all experienced at some point in time the need for either more funding to double run an experiment yeah. or uh, a perceived shift of power away from yeah. from 
uh, producer yeah. capture, I suppose, if yeah. you're being unkind. That, 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 uh, and, and that inevitably is a barrier unless yeah. you have that that really kind of yeah. the strength of leadership and combination of that and resource to yeah. make them work. I, I, I don't really buy the double funding argument. And the reason why I don't buy it is that in the private sector, what you find is if, let's say, a new product being developed, right? The new iPhone, right? And you, when you push that product out there, uh, when you you're the factory, what you don't do is you don't keep half, you don't keep spending the money on the old phone. You you stop you stop producing the old phone, and you start producing the new phone at faster and faster until the new phone replaces the old phone. You know, you mm. you're, you tell the customer at some point we're not going to produce in you can't buy an iPhone four because we're not going to keep the production line running for iPhone fours and iPhone sixes. Right, you just slowly transfer one to the other. So I've always struggled with this notion of double funding. I think there are, there are some things that are um, that, are, that are kind of canards. I'm not quite sure. I think there are resistances to, to, to the impact of change. So there's that issue. I think the other is, is the power thing. I think in public services, more than um, in the private sector, um, there is this notion of power and it's not, it's dishonestly, it's never discussed. Mm. And the future is decided by the things you don't discuss, not the things you do. So one of the reasons why I think um, things like connective care, which was all the things you've just described, um, ran into real difficulties, is because there wasn't an honest discussion about about power. We were naive about it. So, and, and the problem with power is you, people generally don't, don't hand it, the good leaders do, but generally they don't. And, unless there's an honest discussion about it, you can't negotiate it. So you can't negotiate where the power will lie in the new service. Um, you can't reassure people that they'll still have some power, even though it'll be exercised differently. So if you're a local authority, the fact that you might be smaller but have more power, you have to get people to understand that. <laughs> some local authorities, some organisations, think that power is the same as size. You know, that the more fingers you have in more piles, the more power you are. Actually, power's about influence. Yeah. I, 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 so I, I think there's there's as much evidence emerging about how powerful collectively places can become if you let go, as yeah. there, as there is the opposite. And yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, I, I don't want to be one of these knobheads who talk about uh, leading and leadership and assume mm. that you're one of the people that you talk about. I, mm. I think that for all of us the, the leadership of public services in the future I think it would do us well to assume that actually they should be led by institutions and individuals that probably aren't those of us in those positions at the moment um, but the I, I think also you, you raised a really important point about what what leadership in the sector that we're, we're yeah. kind of in yeah. is and, yeah. and, it's, and it is about recognising the, the, the diversity of how things change and yeah. that social change comes which is inevitably what we're, what we're about yeah. social change economic change is intrinsically collaborative it yeah. cannot be delivered in no. that way no. and there's a bunch of pseudo-scientific ways yeah. of you know toby low and collaborate yeah. and others yeah. have done a whole load of complex yeah. work around yeah. that but but it essentially is saying that yeah. isn't it yeah. that, that if you think you can deliver your way out of yeah. where, where we are as a society yeah. you're, you're probably you're deluding probably, yourself yeah. so it's going to take a but it's going to take leadership of a slightly different type in our places yeah. to to enable 
um, us to move forward in ways that are going to benefit more than just the people who either directly receive decent yeah. services today yeah. or have got access to where economic yeah. growth is yeah. happening. You know, I, I see you as a future leader. I just do. You're there already. I mean, the work that you're doing. But I'm curious about what that means for you. So, when you know, you're around lots of leaders, right? So when if I what shifts have you made or what shifts do you think you will have to make in order to be the kind of leader that we kind of that you just talked about in the context of what we've been chatting about oh, good question. And the last question I mean I, I definitely think that that the art of leadership needs a bit more humility so I don't want to be I don't want to be going on about myself for for, for, for too long for that for that reason but um, for me there's a there's a couple of things I think lead, I think leadership is about purpose and intention mm-hmm. i think it's mm-hmm. about you know if any if anyone ever asked me in the, in the combined authority mm-hmm. or wherever you know mm-hmm. how can i how can i get to being at a director level on this mm-hmm. or how can mm-hmm. I, I you know I'm, I'm stuck here and i want to go there yeah. and, and I, I i'm not brilliant at giving advice but yeah. the, the advice that i i usually give is um you, you're probably thinking about the wrong thing yeah. you know it, the the, the, on, the only way you can actually lead anything i think yeah. is by having a version of the change that you, yeah. you you're interested in making yeah. or that you want to the see Obama the, 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 yeah, yeah i mean i don't know yeah. i guess yeah. Yeah. obama gandhi yeah. i mean you, you yeah. like you can yeah. pick them out yeah. can't you yeah. they've all yeah. said versions of the same thing yeah. but but in a really immediate way you can get there by running organizations yeah. but that's besides the point yeah. it's about how how, how yeah. what you're going to do to contribute yeah. to I mean, changes yeah. to changes out yeah. there. increasingly less and, and and yeah. i think the, the other the other the other thing which is more personal is um is actually about a degree of comfort with yourself mm-hmm. so so that again i the, the the more the more i get into positions where i've got you know you call them leadership or not but where i have responsibility for yeah. other people's shit yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, the the more i think one has to be have a degree of comfort with who you are mm-hmm. and uh, use that to define integrity mm-hmm. and uh, not you know not try and be something that you're not yeah. so again you know you kind of some of the things i'm good at i think yeah. i'm i'm good at because I'm being myself, yeah, so, and 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 when and when I'm trying to be something that I'm not, I oh, cock well. it up. So yeah. so so there's a bit of and and actually that's that's you know if you if you go through public school in Oxbridge, yeah. you ne- you never have to worry about what you are because you've been told you're the best in the world from well, the get go. Yeah, for other people you might have to learn yeah, it, and that's you might quite have a to dangerous assumption. Uh, well, yeah, I mean you can see where that <laughs> yeah, goes, can't yeah, you? But yeah. it takes longer for 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 some others to learn, and if you've grown up in a scenario where you're um, you're told or implied from the mm-hmm. get-go that you're probably not wanted mm-hmm. in this bit of society. Mm-hmm. You know whether that's because mm-hmm. you're the young black mm-hmm. lad growing up mm-hmm. in so that you mm-hmm. talked about, mm-hmm. or, or or whatever mm-hmm. it is, or you or you mm-hmm. grow up trans and you can't work yeah. out your way through world. It, it it takes longer. I think that is the the key to feeling like you're leading yeah. anything yeah. is having a degree of comfort yeah. with why you're doing it yeah. and what you are. Love it, love it, love it. Cool. Last question. What's the backing track? What's the backing track? You can hear by my uh, shifty answers that I've actually been thinking about that for, for the last few, hour. I'll give you a couple of examples. Right. We've, we've had we've had our predictor riot. We've had some um, um, the tape died, but I can tell you what Henry chose. He chose Royer's um, "Sunshine," um, uh, and it's a great song, which tells you how cool he is. So that's what we're going to do. Sunshine, right? Everybody here. loves the sunshine. Sunshine. Everybody loves the sunshine.
You can find out more about the work of Collaborate and the Collaborative Society on our website, collaboratecic.com. Do get in touch if you'd like to be part of the conversation.